In today's video, we're going to be talking about one of the biggest problems that I see in modern Christianity, the lack of a backbone. I'm a Christian and I study philosophy and theology at the University of Oxford. And I think it's a very important thing that we call out not only the things that we see in the world around us to criticize, of course, atheists, other religions and other viewpoints, but it's important that we also criticize ourselves. So let's start off with three problems of lacking a backbone, and then I'm going to talk about three ways to solve it. First of all, I think the main reason why Christianity lacks a backbone today is because a lot of Christians don't know enough about Christianity. When you're talking with a lot of Christians in the church or or students in youth group, for example, I was a youth, I was a youth in my local church over the course of the course of the whole I realized very quickly that a lot that a lot of people know key parts of Christianity, like who is Jesus Christ, what is the Trinity, or what is the significance of Christ's salvation and why did he have to die for our sins. This was a very big shock to me because I was thinking I had the mindset, the, the mistaken mindset that, well, people, okay, we might not need kind of a theology theology degree level of understanding in Christianity, but I thought people just knew the basics well enough. But the reality is a lot of people don't know the basics. Going to the sermon once a week is not enough to know everything about Christianity and not even every, even everything Christianity in a complex way, but even a very, ba very basic, there are very big gaps of understanding. And if you don't believe me, I will highly recommend you to talk to people, ask your friends, ask your family, do you know about these ideas? You might realize very quickly that they don't. And I'm not trying to say this to kind of insult anyone or or push down on people, but I do think this is a very big issue because in order to be able to spread the good news with other people, you need to know what the good news is. So it's very important that we think about, actually, do we understand what the Christian message is? Can we present it to other people and share it in a positive light to those around us? The second problem, problem I causes this, the danger of, of, of the backbone is precisely the idea of lukewarm Christians. The Bible says you're either for God or you're against him. And the, and the worst thing that God likes is, well, those Christians who are just lukewarm. They kind of don't really stand anywhere. They're not really passionate about their faith. They say they're a Christian on a survey or maybe a census. They say, I'm a Catholic or I'm a Christian. But when you actually ask them, well, what do you really believe in? Do you do anything more than going to church every Sunday? You realize very quickly that maybe they've done absolutely nothing else than that. They, they don't really love God. They don't have that passion for God, which is a very easy thing to fall into a lot of, to a lot of times. We don't always feel, oh, yes, oh, yes, I'm a very good job for Christ right now. And that's completely un understandable. But at least even if we're not kind of in that passionate kind of zealous phase of, of, of praising and worshiping, at least that core is there, that desire for God is there. But a lot of times people aren't, don't have that desire for God. They would say they're a Christian one day and then go do, do drugs or non-Christian things the other day. There's always that very big kind of gap where you're living half your life with Christ and half your life without Christ. Well, you have to find a way to merge those two together to be able to put them together in order to find a, a holistic presentation of Christ, Christian message. You have to be able to understand, to understand to say, I'm not going to do those non-Christian non -Christian things and I'm my best to be a good Christian. It's that bearing, bearing of the cross, which would then strengthen your backbone to say, I need to support Christianity. I need to support Christianity with my friends, with my community, to stand strong, even if I'm surrounded by atheists, to be able to say, I'm a Christian. I want to spread the good news with you because that is such an important thing. The third difficulty is that Christianity has become a practical joke. And I really think this is the biggest problem out of all, all of the things of lacking a backbone. And this is the idea that, well, all right, all right, about Christianity, but you can't insult insult the world today. You cannot insult Hinduism. You cannot make not make fun of these other religions in the world. You can't make fun of any, anything, these ideologies and all these things. But you can make fun of Jesus Christ. You see people making fun of Jesus Christ at the pride rallies. You talk to these liberals. They wouldn't say anything about 
Islam because oh you're you're Islamophobic, you're insulting the Muslims now. But you say something about Christ, everyone just laughs because apparently Christianity is tied up and bundled up with oh you're a white privileged cis Protestant man in in America. Well, that's completely outrageous because Christianity for most of its history has been persecuted and still in the world is significantly persecuted. It's the number one most persecuted religion in the world. And in the same way, same way persecuted, but it's also made fun of and people don't really, people don't really care. No one's protecting it. So that's a very dangerous, dangerous thing because ultimately if you're thinking about it, I want my children, children to grow up society where Christianity is respected. They, I don't want to raise them to be lambs to a slaughter, to, to get them raised up such that they just get made fun of because they're Christian. No, you have to have a backbone. I don't want them to be growing up in a society where Jesus Christ is just being made fun of all the time. So that's a very important thing. Christians have to have a backbone and stop allowing people to just make fun of Christ all the time. So now I've talked about some of the problems of lacking a backbone. What are some of the solutions to lacking a backbone? How do we solve it? I'll, I'll, like, I'll, I'll like to have a one-to-one -one pairing with, with, the, with these problems. The first solution, I think, is something we, something we can learn from the Catholics, it's, it's, it's their catechesis, it's, it's a course where people who want to become a Catholic have to undergo to learn about what the Catholic Church teaches about certain things. Now, of course, should we be giving the catechesis to Protestants? Another debate, Protestants probably would not agree with that, and, and, and for good reason, perhaps. But at the same time, we need to make a course or at least allow people to be able to learn the fundamentals of what Christi Christians believe about key issues like the atonement, salvation, and Christ. In order to become baptized, you have to undergo a, undergo a knowledge of these issues to, to be able to present the good news in a, a strong, strong way. Now, of course, some churches have been, have been trying to. I think we need to emphasize this even more. We need to have education ministers working on this within the churches. We have to be able to teach our friends, talk to our friends about it, to see whether we agree with the same thing. If we disagree about something, perhaps we could talk about it more, research a bit more about it, learn more about it, to be able to make sure that when it comes time for that, we can present the Christian message to someone. We can do it strongly and with zest and with and with insight so that we can properly present the Christian message and not present them perhaps um, a problematic formulation of the issue. Of the issue. Now, the second, second solution to Christianity or the second challenge, challenge to this uh, problem is that, is that we have a Christian community. In, in Christian life, it's very easy to be very insular, to say, well, I have a Christian family here. I, there's another Christian family there, another Christian here, another Christian there. And we only see each other at church and then we never talk to each other apart from that. If you think about your closest friends, and perhaps this is a very helpful exercise, I'd like you to write down your five closest friends. How many on that list are actually Christians? Because a lot of times we, we need that support, we need that surrounding, we need that care from those around us. And it's very easy when we're thinking about this situation to say, well, actually, you know what, you know what, I, I'm, scared, I'm scared that my Christianity, because I'm scared I'm going to lose a lot of friends or friends. Me, it's going to make this us against the world dynamic where me, as a Christian, I'm going to get insulted, I'm going to lose these people who are not Christians. But if they're my close friends, if, I'm, if I need them so much. If I don't have a Christian community, then you're going to be so afraid to make that jump, to make that bold statement. I am a Christian. I am, I'm very strong in my faith. I, I believe in these things to be true because God has told me and revealed these things to be true to me. Well, if you don't have a community to fall back on, that's a very dangerous thing. Because I know, and one of the things that I'm very grateful for is I don't really care what I say or whether it, what I say might potentially, potentially stop liking me because I don't need more more friends I need these people around me i have my friends who will, who will support me and that's all i need i don't need anything else i'm very very self-sustained so if someone says well oh i i dislike you for being a christian fine dislike me for being a christian goodbye i don't care about you anymore but if i didn't have any christian friends if i didn't have that uh, social circle to fall back on they'll be i dislike you for being a christian i'll be like do i do i really want to still say i'm a christian do i still want to hold to what i know is true 
Well, that's a, a different question, right? That's something you need to reflect for yourself. Now, finally, you might think, well, okay, how do we stop Christianity becoming a practical joke in the world around us? Because it's a very difficult thing to say, well, okay, well, okay, look, it's somewhat uncomfortable for make, making fun of Christ, but how, how are we meant to it? Because it's kind of, you could say the ship has sailed, sailed already. We, it's very difficult to go back in time and changing it. Because at the end of the day, I mean, we all know this. When, some, when you're letting someone make fun of something and you don't say, hold up, stop. And you let them continue going on, continue going on. That's what the church has been doing for a long time. We're like, ah, whatever, it's fine. It's fine to let them have their pride parades where they're insulting Christ, uh, insulting the Christianity. Let them, let them do all these things. Well, hold up a second. If you really think about it dearly, if you think about it deeply, you soon understand, well, actually, no, you have to have a hard line, hard line about someone's insulting Christ. You have to call it out. Now, now I'm not, well, okay, well, perhaps we should start having a, having a crusade all people insult Christ. Maybe that goes too far. But at the same time, I would like to say, well, if someone's insulting or making fun of Christ in front of you, tell them, call them out on it, ask them, well, would you say that about Muhammad? Would you say that about Ganesh? Would you say that about Brahman? Would you say that about the Buddha? And they'll say, no, 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 no. I'll never say this about other religions. And you'll say, why, why, why? Call them out for it. Make them demonstrate their own cognitive bias about that. And, and a very good example of this was Richard Dawkins, right? In his recent interview with Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan asked him, why do you criticize Christianity so much? I don't see you criticizing Islam as much, as much. Oh, deathly silent. His in his in interrogative dissonance just rang true because he realized, realized he couldn't insult Islam, he could insult Christianity and talk about Christianity in negative light all he wanted. Why why? Well, because perhaps people haven't called his internal bias out enough. So in the same way, when we were hearing people insulting Christianity, call them out for it and say, Well, hold up, you're not you're not acting right here. Your your mind is in two places, you're not thinking properly. And that's a very important part. So I hope you've enjoyed this video. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. Um, if you're an atheist, if, you've, if you're a Christian, let me know your thoughts about the lack of a backbone within the church today. And let me know whether you have any more solutions to this. I'd love to hear, love to hear your thoughts. Stay safe and see you soon. If you want to, want to continue a series where I continue calling out different, different big if in the church, then make sure you like and subscribe and stay tuned to the channel. Stay safe. God bless. I'll see you in the next one.